Smartcast. You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi everyone, welcome to Why Not Mint Money. I am Shipra from Mint's personal finance team. In today's episode, I will tell you everything that you need to know about installing solar system in your home, from what it costs to how much you will save on electricity bills, how long does it take you to recoup the high upfront costs. and of course how adopting solar energy helps you reduce your carbon footprint let us begin with understanding the basics of solar panels in terms of the system size that you will need what you should know about installation and what does it cost i have invited shreya mishra who's the founder and ceo of residential solar brand solar square as the expert speaker hi welcome to why not mint money A person finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started on your money journey. Okay, so to begin with basics, say a family of four, uh, how much depending on their you know their usual consumption of electricity, uh, how much kilowatt system would would they require? Right. So the most um, the average size of solar systems that's purchased in India is actually somewhere between three and a half to four kilowatts, uh, mm-hmm. and that's determined by you know a large part of you know the Indian middle class, which is a typical family of four to five. Uh, right. living in a north metro city in an independent home uh, right. which would be a you know a two or three bhk independent home that's a typical you know nature of a family uh, uh, and you know the most commonly sold system size in india i think is 3 kilowatt um, right. uh, as per market uh, numbers so 3 kilowatt is basically a solar system that would suffice a family of 4 to 5 uh, with no air conditioners in the house Okay. Uh, so this is a family which has you know no EVs and no air conditioners, but all the other appliances like television, refrigerator, fans, lights, uh, etc. Uh, you know, two or three BHK independent home with two air conditioners. Typically, it will be a five kilowatt solar requirement. Uh, I mean, one can freely use. I mean, use the air conditioner for an average of eight to nine hours a day, which is the average consumption of air conditioner. Yes, absolutely. So typically, air conditioners are run at night, and for a few, you know, and during summers they are run during afternoon as well. So oh. that's the you know typical usage. Uh, a lot of people wonder if your solar system will only power certain devices. I think that you know you can clarify that a solar system basically produces electricity. This electricity is like any electricity. You can power absolutely anything from. Uh, if you have lift in your home you can power it if you have pumps you can power it i mean we have consumers who have heated swimming pools and their house is entirely powered by solar so depending on your requirement you can you know roof space available you can design the right solar system uh, right. for any consumer's home to power 100% of their electricity needs okay and is there a defined roof space for how much capacity you are willing to take Yes, absolutely. So, for as a thumb rule, uh, you can say that for every kilowatt of solar, you require hundred square foot of shadow-free space. So, okay. for a typical home with a three kilowatt solar system, you require three hundred square foot of shadow-free space. As you can imagine, an independent home in, let's say, a Jaipur, Bhopal. uh you know typical you know standard independent home that a middle class family would live in would have at least a 900 to you know uh 1500 square foot floor size so you will have you know that much roof available so 300 square foot is actually very easily available and we hardly see issues where a family needs you know 3 3 kilowatt solar system and you know the roof space is insufficient so that doesn't happen basically right uh shreya why don't you tell our listeners about the cost price of a solar system and on what factors does it vary 
so uh, a solar system has you know a few main components the first is basically all the electronic components which is your solar panel which is the uh, heart of the solar system and the inverter which is like the brain of the solar system and then there's lots of other things like cabling your junction boxes switches earthing wires etc so that's all the electrical component the muscle or the backbone if i may say of the solar system is the mounting structures on top of which these solar systems are installed yeah so it percent Indian homes, Shipra, uh, we have flat RCC roofs, unlike Europe and US, which have those sloping roofs, right? Where roof is not a social space. It's not a part of real estate of your home that you use. But in India, because we have flat RCC roofs, uh, the terrace is actually a very social space and it's a prime real estate. We fly kites there, we dry our clothes, dry papadachar, we exercise there. We have evening tea also on the roof. So most Indian homes, 90% Indian homes actually ask for elevated solar structures so these are six to nine feet elevated rooftop solar structures on top of which we are laying the modules so if you see these metallic sections you know that's like the backbone or the the strength of installation uh, of your solar system that's supposed to endure cyclonic wind speeds heavy wind speeds monsoons all external weather conditions and be like a you know safe secured very strong durable structure on your roof so those are the three main components shipra so if i talk of the solar alone right because these elevated structures are sort of a personal requirement they're they're not necessary for the system to function right the 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 solar system is the panels and everything else typically i would say that um you can buy a solar system anywhere between you know now with all the inflated costs etc like 48000 rupees all the way up to depending on what technology do you buy uh, okay. to 60 62000 rupees per kilowatt uh, okay. but if i add the cost of these structures because for all practical purposes 80 to 90% homes actually want these elevated structures right. uh, then if i were to put that cost in perspective then it would be somewhere around 50 to 65000 rupees per kilowatt now another thing that usually consumers should buy when they are buying a solar system is actually an amc right when you buy an air conditioner most people don't buy it without an amc so similar is the case with a solar system uh, because a solar system has to produce electricity at its you know top efficiency year on year only right. then your investment calculations your return on investment calculations will stand true right because if it's supposed to produce 100 units and it's not maintained there's a lot of dust depositing on the panels because india is such a dusty developing country uh, we have you know we have dust on the roads etc we have construction dust if that sits on your solar panels it's not going to receive sunlight and it's not going to produce rated electricity so a lot of homes that buy solar systems without like amcs which include you know like electric health check of your system mechanical health check of your system but also specialized cleaning of the solar panels to mm. ensure that they are able to perform at their highest efficiency uh, if you add that cost as well i would say that combined everything uh, you know your solar system along with all your government meter charges government application charges these elevated structures which are minimum 6 feet in height because you know to walk underneath that you need a minimum 6 feet elevation yeah. and a five year amc package with solar square cells that would be somewhere in the you know i would say 60 to 70 72000 rupees per kilowatt range 
so that would be like the fully loaded cost where a consumer does not have to worry about acha isme you know and uh, what is the fine print you know does it include my government charges does it include gst uh, if 90% homes are buying with these elevated structures ultimately they do calculate that cost also when they calculate their break even right, right. Uh, and like the five year now this amc is very standard uh, shipra in the commercial industry because like commercial solar has been around since 2012 13 the market has already matured there's you know every small to large corporate business owner knows the benefits of solar and right. uh, knows how to best you know best get return on investment by buying solar so buying solar with amc is literally like the uh um, uh you know it's a standard practice in the commercial solar industry but right. in the residential industry there have been a lot of small operators it's a very unorganized industry plus giving amc to you know these small small individual homes for a small operator it's not possible right. you know if i'm putting up 100 kilowatt on top of a college even if it's one client i can give all amc service regular cleaning maintenance but if it's 33 kilowatt and you know it 30 homes spread across 300 kilometers uh you know in us in a in a pune then it's not possible and most operators do not offer amc also customer awareness was not there and people were simply buying solar systems and not realizing that they are actually uh if a solar system is not cleaned for 6 months shipra it can go its performance will go down by roughly 30% and there's a lot of data around it you know so imagine that right like your break even period is gone for a toss Right, because right. it's producing 30% lesser electricity now now imagine if for 2 years nobody cleans it nobody maintains it system health checks are not done it can go down by as much as 50% that's why i said you know there's a lot of nuance in when you say how much a solar system costs right. so depending on if you buy threadbare solar system without structures without amc it can be as low as 45000 and without metering charges without government permitting charges everything sort of you know you know extra paid on actuals all the way up to like 70 75000 if you buy it with all government charges elevated structures amc and good quality you know i mean the price of solar panels and inverters will also vary a lot depending on what brands you are buying uh, whether you're buying it with 5 year uh, an inverter with 5 year warranty or you're buying an extended 10 year warranty like we sell it to all our customers with an extended 10 year warranty So you mentioned uh, about AMC. Are there any other recurring costs to installing a solar system in your house? Ah, uh, no, Shabra. There are actually no other recurring costs. Ah, uh, you can say that the inverter life, uh, the solar panel life is twenty-five years. The entire life of a solar system, Shabra, is twenty-five years. Ah, uh, which does not mean that after twenty-five years, it's a dead. system uh, basically your solar panel uh, degrades the electrons in the solar panel degrade uh, you know uh, that's just the nature of the technology so right. 25 years from today a solar panel will still produce 80% of its rated capacity so if right. it's giving you 100 units today it's still going to give you 80 units 25 years later now that's its rated capacity so even after 25 years like there are so many solar systems even government solar plants that is, that are still on for 30 35 years so but still we say that you know the system life is 25 years and all the return on investment calculations life cycle calculations are done at 25 years so that's one so the solar panel life is that all other equipment life is 25 years it's only the inverter you know which certain uh, the string inverter technology which is the most commonly sold inverter technology in india uh, that for that the life is typically 6 to 10 years so uh, after that you need to replace your inverters so that is the only other you know sort of one time cost that you'll bear how many units does a 1 kilowatt uh, system generate 
Oh yeah. So uh, typically for, for the weather in India, you can say that fourteen hundred units per kilowatt per year is the typical standard. Why we quote a per year number is because the weather across the year varies, right? So fourteen hundred uh, units per kilowatt, if you divide it by three sixty five. I would basically give you 3.8 units of electricity per kilowatt per day. Now, this in summers will likely go to five, and in monsoons would likely go to like 2.7, 2.8. So it sort of varies. But across the year, it's solar is such a mature technology. It's been around for 60 years. Hmm. Solar Square alone has done 100 megawatt worth of rooftop solar installations. So we know that with fair accuracy, the weather is predictable, the performance is predictable. If your solar system is maintained well. in the year you can you know you will very uh, you know the 1400 per kilowatt per year number is actually fairly accurate you may have a 2% up or down depending on weather conditions or uh, you know stuff like that you know which may right. vary from year to year but 2% right. to 2% deviation not more right and uh, as per your internal estimates by how much can some can people you know expect their electricity bills to go down if they were to install say a 3.54 Kilowatt system, right? Got it. So um, uh, basically, uh, the very simple math. Now, Shipra solar system produces, let's say, the same fourteen hundred units per year, right? Now, what you save will be dependent on what is the electricity rate loaded of all taxes in your city. Now, right. if I go to Punjab, the rate would be six six and a half rupees. If I move to a Maharashtra, the per unit rate of electricity loaded of all taxes will be north of twelve bucks. right if i go to but the most common rate of electricity that i have seen is about 8 rupees which you know sort of holds true somewhere in that range across india for residential consumers hmm. so the math is very simple if you are installing uh, a a 4 kilowatt system 1400 into 4 it will give you 5600 units of electricity you multiply that by 8 it's basically giving you 44800 rupees in savings in the year yeah, now right. the same system but installed in maharashtra because of 12 bucks it will give you 67200 rupees of savings so right. you know that ways it can vary um a, a little bit but yeah you can uh, my math goes very simple 1000 rupees per kilowatt per month so right. you buy 4 kilowatt you save 4000 rupees a month you buy 10 kilowatt you save 10000 rupees a month you buy 3 kilowatt you save 3000 rupees a month so if i have to talk about recouping the costs uh from what you just mentioned i think it could take about 4 years to recoup the full yes. cost right absolutely absolutely so between 4 to 4 and a half years is when you recoup the cost on top of that however shipra it is worth mentioning that india is also now providing subsidies, subsidies yeah. so once you load the subsidy on top of it your uh, recouping time period goes down by 6 to 8 months further right uh, so subsidies vary across states right so that was the truth shipra up until a few months back uh, this has not been very widely covered by the press but a lot of advertisements were actually given out in et times of india mint everywhere pradhan mantri modi on 30th of july 2022 which is literally 3 months 4 months back has mm-hmm. launched the national rooftop solar portal this okay. portal link is www.solarrooftop.gov.in and it has been a huge new scheme that has been launched where now one nation one subsidy program one national portal so you are right earlier subsidies would vary from state to state but now under this one national portal there is one subsidy program across india after learning about the basics let us now hear the experiences of people who have actually installed solar system in their homes 
I have invited Ashish Jain from Noida, who installed a 5 kilowatt solar system in his house in March this year, and has been able to save 70 to 80 percent on the power bills every month. Hi, Ashish, and welcome to Why Not Mint Money. Hi, Shipra. Thank you for inviting me to this. So, Ashish, why don't you tell us uh, how did you go about finalizing the vendor, and how much did it cost you? Well, uh, finalizing vendor was a little bit difficult because when I was searching on the internet, there were multiple vendors and uh, there was information which didn't match from one website to another. So it was quite difficult initially. But later on, I started talking with different vendors, uh, the numbers of whom I can uh, find in Google or just Excel. And uh, based on that, I gathered a little bit of uh, information as to how solar systems work, what kind of system is good for me. And then I finalized a vendor who was nearby to my place. Right. Uh, and uh, as far as the cost is concerned, you asked the cost part. It costed me 2.5 lakhs for a 5 kilowatt system. Right. So when you say that there was mismatch in information on what was given on the internet and finally what you were getting to hear from all these vendors, uh, what what is the mismatch that you're talking about? Uh, basically, there are multiple types of system. There are some panels, there's one panel called half cut, there's full cut panel, then there's a, there are different types of uh, panels available, the type of solar cells that have been uh, installed in these panels. So uh, there was no clear-cut information and apart from that there was wrong information about subsidy. Everything was like uh, one website is saying something, the other website is saying totally different thing. So this created a lot of confusion but once I had a word with a few vendors who were actually installing and doing work, I was a bit more clear about things. Right, right. Um, uh, so, about subsidies, did you end up availing any subsidies on your solar system? I didn't go for any subsidy because at the time when I installed these systems, uh, the subsidy window was closed. That was one thing. Secondly, the subsidy that was being provided was only limited to a few vendors and their prices were high. So, even after subsidy, the total cost of ownership was higher. Oh, right. So you're saying that once you did the maths, you realized that the vendor that you closed down on, he was giving you a better deal than going with a different vendor who was able to give you a subsidy. Right. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, so, you know, talking about uh, how much a solar panel can help you save on an electricity bill, how has your experience been on that front? If you can give us some numbers about, you know, how much you were paying earlier versus what what is your electricity bill right now? So basically, it depends on the consumption a person has. But in my case, my consumption prior to installing a system was somewhere around 800 units to 1000 units in peak summer. So the system I installed, it generates around 600 units per month for peak summer uh, period. So uh, approximately 70% is the cost saving that we get per month. Uh, can you give me some numbers in terms of what used to be electricity bill earlier? I mean, you know, it will just, I mean, I understand yes. the whole units bit, but for a listener, you know, who's 
um, who's new to this area, they might not know what you know what kind of bill does an eight unit, eight hundred unit consumption uh, generate. So if you could just give us some numbers about you know um, this is what you were paying earlier and this is what you're paying now. Man. Yes, my earlier uh, bill was somewhere around eight thousand to nine thousand rupees per month, and presently it is uh, around two thousand rupees per month. So your consumption continues to be around eight hundred to thousand units, right? Yeah, at present it is the same consumption, but because of uh, the units generated by the solar panels, the six hundred units are deducted from my bill, and I get net bill of. Around three hundred units. Right. Uh, so Ashish, why not uh, shift the entire load to solar panel? I mean, why? Why is there a restriction to how much you can, um, you know, how much electricity you can um, shift to solar panel? Yeah, there are two things uh, in this. First one is there, there is a policy from government wherein you cannot install a system higher than ninety percent of your installed capacity now installed capacity uh, is the meter capacity that you get from the electricity department in my case it was 7 kilowatt so the maximum that i could go is 6.3 kilowatt i, I cannot install more than that and uh, as far as uh, the other part is concerned why i installed less than 6.3 kilowatt mine said mine is 5 kilowatt system so for that The reason is that uh, even if you are generating, say, 100% or more than 100%, the extra electricity that you generate goes to the grid, and you are paid just one rupee or 50 paisa. I don't know exactly what they are paying. They are going to pay because they announce it at the year end, the exact rate that they will be paying out. But it is less than one rupee. So you will be getting one rupee per unit for the extra that you generate, and the cost of solar system and everything. That you have installed doesn't uh, mandate such a low uh, return. Right. Uh, so, from what I understand, this is called net metering, right? When you're able to generate more units uh, compared to uh, right. you know, what you can consume. So, is net metering? Right. Yeah. So, can net metering result in additional savings? Yes, definitely. One has to go with net metering only because if they don't go for net metering, they have to uh, install an off-grid system, which is, which has some batteries attached to it, and uh, it is a totally independent system wherein the whole house is uh, getting the electricity using the batteries, and the batteries are recharged using solar panel. So that is uh, useful for places where there is a problem of electricity, like in villages or some remote areas. But for city life, it is not useful because we have 24-hour power. Sometimes there is power cut, but those are rare. So ultimately, we don't need to install battery and everything. It is better that our system is connected to the grid, and whatever extra units we generate, it is shipped back to the electricity department during the day, and at night we can use them. Right. Uh, so coming back to the purchase price. What all? Uh, so the two point five lakh figure that you quoted. What all did it consist of? And was there anything extra that you had to pay over and above this? Yes, there are two components to this: the solar panel installation and the panels. All the costs associated with that. I have given you the uh, the figure for this. Uh, these it is it does not include any additional uh, amount that you have to spend 
in order to get net metering in your system and unless the net metering is uh, activated you cannot use your system this is a there are certain laws about it so if in case you want to start using your solar panels you need to install net metering and the cost of net metering varies from state to state there is a meter cost the meter will cost you somewhere around 7000 to 15000 depending on whether it's a single phase or three phase then there are additional expenses for getting the work done you understand what i'm trying to say so in my case i spent around 30000 rupees over and above 2.5 lakhs that i had to pay for the solar panels and the system installation uh, are there any other recurring or maintenance costs to installing a solar system in your house there is no recurring cost as such because the components are individually available in the market if in case something breaks down you can purchase uh, individual components so there is no recurring cost but yes there is one cost which uh, uh, someone who is installing a bigger system should incorporate wherein they have to clean the panels because the panel efficiency depends on how much the sunlight reaches the surface of the panel if there is dust on the surface then the total sunlight that reaches the panel reduces by the amount of dust there is so usually there is 20 to 30% reduction in the amount of energy generated if the panel is a bit dusty so that is something that as someone who is installing a big system needs to take care of but in our case we don't uh, give a damn about it because the rain comes and the system cleans itself okay uh, so you know to sum it up for you ashish um, you said that you know you did a fair amount of research before deciding uh, who did you want to you know uh, get the system installed from so can you tell our listeners two or three key points that they should look for when they are deciding the first thing i think uh, for everyone is to go for a vendor who provides you with the latest technology because the panel sizes are coming down so the efficiency of a panel is increasing so go for a vendor who installs less number of panels and gives or generates the same amount of energy that you can generate with a bigger system so that is one thing secondly uh, i would prefer to go with or i would suggest people to go with a vendor who has experience of at least 3 4 years because at times there are problems which we don't know and uh, if a vendor is not uh, fully equipped or doesn't have full knowledge then they will not be able to help you with it how to uh, rectify the problem so initially there are at times problems as i faced which were not part of the solar system but part of the grid and uh, uh, we had to get information from various people and understand what the problem was so go for a vendor who has knowledge of at least 3 4 years not less lastly check the prices people are giving you prices all over uh, they're giving you different prices go for a vendor who gives you cheaper option there is no alternative here everyone is giving the same thing there is no choice so opt for the least right right this is how the process of installing solar panels in delhi ncr looks like let me tell you that though the upfront installation cost is approximately the same across the country 
The difference really lies in state policies around net metering and how streamlined the administrative processes. Next up is Pankaj Mahidar from Mumbai. Pankaj has actively adopted several eco-friendly measures in his lifestyle and switching to solar energy is one of them. He says that for him the biggest motivation of installing solar panels was to reduce his carbon footprint. Hi Pankaj, welcome to Why Not Mint Money. Yeah, good morning Shipra. Uh sir, let's start by you telling us when did you install the solar system in your house and what is its size? I installed my system in 2017 although I was planning for many years back but uh, the options which were available at that time were not good enough to install a system in an urban area. Right. Uh I don't know if you know about net metering where uh, uh, you supply to the grid and uh, whatever you generate is adjusted according to the consumption that you have done. Right. So and uh, this of my system is about 5 kilowatts. Okay. Uh, you have uh, a limitation on how much you can install. If you see an electric bill in any of the areas like whether it is Delhi or in Mumbai Right. Uh, there is a given a, a reading called maximum load allowed on that particular meter. Hmm. So you cannot uh, normally the distributor allows sixty percent of the maximum load, but since it was a beginning for me and there were nobody else uh, installing, uh, I was allowed to use hundred percent of the maximum load. Oh, that's interesting. So that does is it the case right now as well or? Uh... Uh, uh see actually if you see even at that time uh, the distributors means uh, let us take uh, adani year in uh, mumbai now hmm. uh, that time it was reliance energy or tata is they try to discourage people uh, into installing because they lose their revenue that's right so uh, they don't usually allow then they give you the rules and regulations that we can allow you only 60% of the load then they will allow only 40% of the total consumption in that particular area after that they will decline to install because otherwise they will lose all their revenue so there are many ifs and buts when you want to install system but we are long way off there is very low interest in population uh, to actually be environment friendly right so apart from uh, you know your inclination towards uh, adopting eco friendly practices were there any other reasons was it uh, was it also something i mean did you wanted to save on electricity bills was that also a motivation behind getting a solar panel yes part of it but my major motivation was trying to set an example of being environment friendly sir i'm curious to know how many people around you have you managed to successfully switch to solar energy honestly speaking nobody there are a lot of people who show interest come to me uh, see it and uh, normally then they nobody uh, goes ahead with it because every uh, because of the investment or uh, that uh, initial euphoria whenever right. there is this environment day or if they come across a workshop they will do it right right but uh, later on uh, as a few days down the line the euphoria dies down right Do you think it has something to do with the high upfront cost of buying a solar panel? No, the cost is not very much. One can recover the whole in, uh, investment within four to five years, and uh, the life of this uh, panels and all the equipment is more or less twenty-five years. The panels is twenty-five years. Hmm. Uh, there is a major other fifty percent of the cost goes into inverter. The inverter's uh, life is about ten years, but still, after five years, everything is free. right so, so uh, yeah. yeah no please go on sir you were saying something 
so yeah that's what actually the cost will more than uh, give you the returns whatever you are investing and the investment is not very large if you depends on how much you install how much you are allowed to install Mo- most of the times it would be only 2 or 3 kilowatts a person can install and that should be enough uh, for a decent house size of uh, 2 bhk or something with the 2 or 3 acs uh, 2 kilowatts or 3 kilowatts should be more than enough and the cost even today i suppose it has not gone up by more than uh, uh, 20% maybe if i installed at 55000 Uh, in 2017 today it would be 65000 or 70000 55000 per, per kilowatt kilowatt hour, right? per kilowatt 55 today it would be 65 to 70000 because uh, government has taken away some of the subsidies yeah no no that's right so currently it costs about 65 to 70 just exactly 70, and in fact this also includes something called annual maintenance charges uh, it's a package it hardly any maintenance yeah oh. Okay. there is hardly any maintenance required except cleaning of the panels on a uh, regular intervals 15 days or a month depending on where it is look, uh, uh, installed right so how do you conduct the cleaning exercise sir do you do it yourself or do you hire somebody to do it no i hire somebody on a uh, periodic uh, basis either 15 days or once in the monsoon months we stop uh, cleaning ourselves uh, it gets automatically cleaned right uh, but once the monsoon is over uh, we'll now start on a uh, bi-weekly basis to get it cleaned right and how much does that cost roughly nothing peanuts i pay maybe about uh, see it takes about an hour or so so maybe 100 200 rupees a person uh, what you call uh, part time somebody looking for some extra money right right uh, would come and do it within an hour or so right yeah because i kilo what means there are only 12 panels or 14 panels on my system right it's about 400 square feet yeah because it does not include any any technical skills i mean it's just dusting the panels nothing cleaning skills right anything else is not not to be touched at all right so so you say that you have a 5 kilowatt system which is pretty huge uh, so yeah. why did you feel the need for such a so much i mean is it a really big family is yours a big family or how is it no no we uh, as long means we were three now we are two uh, two people uh but uh, yes there are quite a few four or five acs uh, which i need to take care of okay and uh, the area is uh, you uh, what you call uh, reasonable 2000 square feet plus right uh say so let us take uh, if i was getting now let us say i have my office in the same area and uh, the panels are in my office area where my electric bill was about 8000 rupees uh, monthly right which has now come down to zero right right that's wonderful So uh I'm just going to go back on my question again is 100% uh-huh. of your electricity consumption on solar panel right now or is it distributed be- between uh, you know electricity I mean your regular electricity and solar uh, okay so probably you don't know about net metering I'll just explain you in brief what is net metering right net metering is what the system why I it took me time from latest like if I was planning in 2004 5 to install solar panels and I could not because that time the system government was not allowing net metering now net metering is something i'll uh, the, the, we i consume certain electricity from the grid grid means the distributor right. or the company uh, from where i uh, abs- means i uh, take my electricity right through the meter right uh, which the meter would be noting uh, that okay these are the number of units that you have consumed and this is the bill for that particular period now when i install a solar system, uh, panel with net metering 
this is where the government has given me a system where a new meter is installed which is called a two way meter right what is being consumed by me is recorded and what i am generating through my solar panel because solar panel generation will change day to day depending right. on the sunlight available the season and the period of light that is available because it changes between in uh, uh, what you call summer there will be a longer uh, period available to generate and in winter the amount will reduce by 2 hours or odd something so the uh, the generation is uh, different even in monsoon there could be sometimes there could be zero uh, uh, generation if it is too cloudy throughout the day right so uh, what happens is uh, the electric company which will install a byway meter two way meter that whatever i am generating will directly not uh, come to my house it will go straight away to the grid right and it will record that let us take for example i have generated uh, five units today my today's generation is five units right this is a hypothetical uh, example yeah and i have consumed uh, consumed uh, say 10 units so the company will uh, uh, charge me only for five units because that is my net uh, metering you get my point yeah yeah i don't know yeah. Yeah, uh, no, no. I know about so net metering, but yes, it. I think it's. This is something that our uh, listeners would be interested huh. in. Yeah, please go on. Yeah. So, uh, net metering facility was not available earlier. Say maybe about before two thousand fifteen or sixteen. Right. So as soon as that became available, and uh, it started picking up about rooftop solar, and the new government which came in was also interested in encouraging. so that time some subsidies were available not directly for me in my case i did not get any direct subsidy or i did not apply for a direct subsidy the vendor said that i'll uh, give you partial subsidy and i'll manage the uh, uh, subsidy from the government because it takes about a year or two to get the subsidies so oh. i said fine you give me a net uh, invoicing for whatever best you can do and you manage the subsidy i'll just sign the papers right so Uh, uh i did not approach uh, the government for any direct subsidy right right so the subsidies are different everywhere in delhi it would be different gujarat it would be different karnataka is different maharashtra is the worst one right uh, as far as uh, encouraging solar system goes uh, solar panel goes that could be one of the reason where there are very few people uh, interested in doing it if you want to know about what uh, is the main reason i can let you know Yes, sir. Please, please inform our listeners. Yeah. So, what happens? You know, uh, in Gujarat, in or in Karnataka, when you install a system, and let us take the net metering uh, is uh, in favor of the consumer. Let us take if I have installed in Gujarat or Karnataka or some other place where, uh, if I generate hundred units and I consume only eighty units, yeah. so I have twenty units excess. I have generated excess. in gujarat or any some states the the government will give you the money for 20 units that you have generated excess yeah you know i was going to ask you just this that has it happened that you have generated surplus units and you have been paid for that <laughs> see what happens in maharashtra the government is so uh, uh, what do you call not uh, friendly okay. what they do is they don't give you anything uh, in cash or uh, means in whatever uh, whatever is excess is generated yeah. they will keep on continue to the next bill okay but at the end of the year financial year if there is anything excess left they will just they will lapse it oh. they will take it for free okay. 
so that is one and if you generate extra it does not uh, give you any additional advantage so it is always best that you uh, put a right system where it will give you your zero billing uh, uh, during the year yeah i think but uh, another yeah from what i know in delhi i think uh, you get 50 paisa or 1 rupee per unit for for the excess units at the end of the year excess that you the the government in maharashtra does not give anything if you have anything excess in uh, march uh, end of the year financial year uh, they will just uh, make it zero cancel they will take it everything that is excess is theirs okay uh so you said that uh, when you bought it uh, i think the price was 55000 per kilowatt is that what you said that was my cost actually okay so you paid uh, 2.75 lakh for for a 5 kilowatt uh, system yes yes so and actually i have a uh, what you call a, a cannot say advanced or better it's a better system hmm. uh, i don't know if you have heard about uh, the systems that are available in solar panel it is called polycrystalline monocrystalline and uh, my system is none of them okay uh, it's a different system called cigs oh. uh, which is a thin film solar system Uh, which has a higher bandwidth of generation let us say if uh, crystal and silicon systems will generate uh, during only during the peak hours but it's two or three hours or four hours uh, in a day my system can generate for six hours or seven hours okay so i'm guessing that this also costs more than uh, silicon and poly because i suppose it was costing more that time 55000 when i paid i suppose the polycrystalline and monocrystalline with subsidies Uh, were available at a lower price 40 45000 rupees okay okay yeah that's that's a very useful information for uh, you know prospective solar, solar panel buyers who are listening to us right now uh, they can use this information for making a decision um okay yes. so okay so so since you went for uh, something advanced it cost you more and was there anything else that you had to pay in administration fee or any kind of charges or this was all that mm-hmm. everything was included the vendor was supposed to manage actually always i don't know about other states but most of the states in india there is this uh, system of uh, speed money or whatever It means they don't do it uh, very easily right so right. I, they have to be scheduled either to it takes a lot of time or they have to be pushed that you have to come early do the inspection and whatever but i had uh, given the whole uh, contract to the vendor that uh, you will manage everybody okay right and sir how did you zero down on a vendor did you search on google or how was it i had uh, probably at least at least 3 4 years before i installed i used to always whenever there is a was an exhibition on uh, uh, this uh, renewable energy i used to visit right and uh, i was always interested in uh, understanding what are the technologies even now i keep following what are the new technologies coming in right so at that time i found this to be a new technology and i am the one uh, kind that i would rather take risks in newer technologies either to encourage those technologies or whatever you call it but uh, that is how i came to know that this is a good and newer technology for us at least in india it may not be so new uh, globally right so i thought let me go for something different if they say that it is good so right. i went it for this cigs technology which is a thin film solar uh, technology right it's cadmium in uh, indium gallium selenium some four uh, this thing are used uh, in the okay. uh, absorbing pen okay quite interesting uh so sir you said that uh, Uh, your electricity bills used to be about eight thousand earlier, and now you don't pay anything out of it. That was in peak. 
there was in peak in summer otherwise it would be about 4 or 5000 okay. uh, during winters and uh, other seasons so have you been but on, on average yeah tell me through your savings have you been able to offset the initial upfront cost have you broken even i suppose actually i have not kept a, a exact track uh, about my total uh, bills that have been saved or anything but it would always have to be a rough calculation Okay. And I suppose it should be, uh, I should be free of my investment within four years if I don't calculate interest on the investment. If okay. I calculate the interest on investment, it should be maybe five or five and a half years. So maybe uh, this year or next year, uh, it should be completely free. Okay, that's great. So, I mean, here on, you know, whatever that you're saving on power bills will be your net saving. Net savings. The biggest uh, satisfaction is being a net zero consumer. Yes. Uh, whatever there is a term that is used by environmentalists, then uh, sometimes actually uh, you get uh, Tata Power used to send an email once in a while that okay. you have saved so many trees. The amount of carbon sequestration that you have done by using solar panels or renewable energy, you okay. have saved so many trees uh, indirectly. Wow, that's wonderful. So those sort of calculation is more than actual uh, monetary savings. Right, right. So, so what other things do you do? Eco-friendly measures you have adopted in, uh, you know, in your lifestyle. Whenever actually I get an opportunity, let us take this. As I said, that there was a time uh, uh, since 15, 20 years back, uh, a lot of states or uh, governments wanted to do rainwater harvesting. I used to do rainwater harvesting uh, even at that time. I still have a system uh, installed at my place where I used to uh, see in a, see what happens in an urban area in a city like Mumbai. Water is very cheap. Mm. Uh, you pay hardly five to ten rupees for thousand liters. Right. So if you want to store water, it does not make sense. You uh, create a tank of even five thousand liter it will cost you in lakhs. And the amount of water that we will uh, store uh, will be a few hundred rupees. So uh, that does not make sense. So the best thing to do in an urban area, if the water is available uh, uh, and good quality water, what you have to do is to recharge the groundwater. So whatever you water you collect, right. you let it go to the ground instead of being uh, letting it run away to the sewers and goes out to the sea. Yes. Uh, you get my point actually because what happens if there is a lot of rain happening in even in a city like bombay and everywhere so sewers are so uh, uh, means uh, uh, what you call sewers are good enough that all the water that instead of going to the ground uh, in seeping into the ground it will uh, go straight to the sewer and to the sea and the water table uh, keeps reducing everywhere That's right. so recharging the groundwater means you do your bit in in uh, rise, uh, rising the water table That's right. and then there are so many other things what you use uh, uh, how you use there are a lot of uh, so many things you must you come across like uh, uh, minimizing the use of plastics and everything there are so many things in the environment uh, there are a number of things that's right so have you thought about uh, switching to ev cars do you have an ev car or not Oh, I have been dying to have an EV car. No, I don't have yet. It's not in my budget, actually, honestly speaking. Okay. Uh, or And actually, I am not able to justify the cost that the companies are charging right now. Okay. This is right now a premium thing, mm-hmm. uh, where I believe the cost of the production is much lower than what is being charged. Uh, because there are uh, the production is low and uh, the demand is high. Okay. 
So maybe I am just waiting till the right price, uh, which I think is justified. Rather than my budget, there are two things: my budget and justified price. Okay. I feel the uh, price for one and a half lakh for a two wheeler of such a low capacity is too high, or even a car. Okay. Uh, maybe within a year or two, uh, the uh, the prices should stabilize and at a very good uh, range. And I've been dying to have an EV. Wow, that's wonderful. I will very eagerly wait for you to buy an EV and then we can, you know, maybe we can talk again on EVs. <laughs> yes, very soon, very soon, very soon. All right. Okay. Thanks a lot for your time, sir. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks so much. That brings us to the end of today's episode. If you would like to know more about this topic or make a suggestion of a personal finance topic that you would like us to cover, I can be reached at Twitter under the username of Shipra Singh Sorath and on LinkedIn at Shipra Singh. Thank you for tuning in. See you in the next episode. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.